Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed would stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 31, Rupture. comes Newt with the intro. It's going to be good. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Cringe! What's up, guys? It's your boy, Newton Holt. Smash that like button. Hit the bell for notifications. You'll only get one more. <laughs> you won't get any more if you're already right. listening to this. So yeah, they're all dropped. But smash that bell anyways. Leave us a review. Send this podcast to all your friends who have a scrape of a sense of humor. If they don't, screw them. They don't yeah. need our podcast anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we could have done that. <laughs> we could have done that for all 33 chapters. Um, 34 chapters? Prologue, chapter 22s. prologue and two chapter 22. So I think we're on the 33rd chapter. Yes, yes. We're on 33 right now. There's 34 total. Thank you. Welcome. I can't anyway, things wrong. In welcome the to podcast. you, Zachary. Welcome to you. And welcome to you, our listeners. <laughs> you just woke up. Why'd you? Oh yeah, single out Zach and nobody else. <laughs> that was weird. Hell, man. Friend, Zach I feel said single. welcome, and then I say welcome to him. Friend of the show, Zach Collins. <laughs> yeah, glad to be here. Friend of the pod. Welcome to Stay Buried. Uh, this is the second to last episode uh, ever, um, and uh, and uh, we'll be really sad to see it go. But there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of things up in the air right now as far as the story is concerned, and we got to resolve them. No. So this chapter, uh, appropriately titled Rupture, is uh, is that last opportunity to really tie up the loose ends. Many questions are answered. Part two. Um, I'm your host, Newton Holt, the guy who wrote this book as a wee little child who uh, has felt great shame for a long time about it, but now feels only pride. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it around to my co-hosts, and they're going to introduce themselves for the second to last time. Who's going first? I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm Nick. Uh, guest panelist, Kevin. <laughs> I'm Eli, and I, you know, I like to thank everyone that's listened to the podcast so far and has tolerated my quips and jokes <laughs> and everything. Um on the off chance that you'd like to hear uh, more of what I have to say, you can follow me. <laughs> <laughs> like a disciple? <laughs> like, I don't really have social media. So. Of men. 
I got a Facebook. None of you will ever find it. Um, so yeah, just you can Physically stalk me, I, I guess. <laughs> I thought you were just starting to start a cult or something. I, yeah, I didn't know what you were trying to plug exactly. <laughs> no, they can just he's, follow he's me. He's plugging himself. Just, just, just plugging in general, himself. Elijah. Be my friend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Zach. Crushed that Genghis's mind was mushed. Ooh. Mm. You didn't rhyme anything last time. You just kept talking and I kept waiting for the rhyme and then it didn't <laughs> It's come. a recent bit. It's still coming. So I was really trying to rhyme remember with sixth grader and it just <laughs> doesn't <laughs> work. No. no. Doesn't. And I was like flubbed all. it which just made the whole thing go pretty south honestly. <laughs> At least you owned up to it. Mackenzie. <laughs> Quip, 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 quip. Rhymes are hard. Rhymes are hard. <laughs> Most things rhyme. But I am a bard, so there you go, folks. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, they are kind of hard, huh? Uh, so, uh, there's a lot to cover, and this chapter is going to try to do some of that. So, um, let's just, let's dive right in. Chapter 31, Rupture. Joe stood in the hospital alongside Sarah, whom he had <laughs> fetched from Dale. Called it. <laughs> whom he fetched. <laughs> he just, zoom, time to go. Zoom. So, Sarah really, you could have just cut out that whole part with Sarah, right? Not, was anything he really. adds, well, she got mind powers. That's I true. Mean, it also, it just adds stakes to the finale. It just makes it feel more intense. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Nice job. Thank you. I, I think I, I, what's really funny is I've gone from the beginning of the book, me being really actually kind of shame, ashamed of the book to being like a staunch defender. <laughs> <of> very <laughs> yes. defensive, I was going to say. <laughs> yes. about, yeah. I love it's it. a good book. It's a good book. <laughs> Joe stood in the hospital alongside Sarah, whom he'd fetched from Gale, in front of a door marked 778. Sarah explained what the witch had done to her, and now she had as much power as Joe. He kept quiet that he had slain Genghis himself. The door swung open and Gage wheeled out, on a wheelchair, of course, along with Bill, who had bloodied bandages on his chest. The nurse followed suit. She came out of the room, holding a clipboard and pursing her lips. Explain to me again how you shattered your legs and you suffered from a major stab wound, she said. Bill shared a moment with Gage and smiled. Well, we were painting a barn and he fell down, Bill said. He landed on the ground and my brother accidentally ran over his legs. I, I fell down uh, clutching a gutter. It, it fell down with me and pierced my chest. The nurse nodded, not completely convinced. Hmm, she hummed. Okay, go on. Well, we were painting a barn and he fell down, <laughs> Bill said. He landed on the ground and my brother accidentally ran over his legs. I, I fell down clutching the gutter. It fell down and pierced my chest. <laughs> it's... So, I mean, they're trying to explain away like yeah. all of New York, which very obviously happened in this world. Yeah, this super like cataclysmic event. Uh, we were just painting the Empire State Building, you know, the barn. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there would have been an easy out here, but no. It's just, not like they have to hide the fact that some other world too exists. Too good, country boys. <laughs> Do you see those Mothmen that were everywhere? Yeah, one of them stabbed me in the gut. What they painted is such a, a, a ridiculous scenario, too. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he, f- he didn't just say he got stabbed, right? He, he fell didn't to just the say ground. he got stabbed by someone. At the same remember. time that his brother was driving along. If there's Tom. one thing Bill and Gage are 100% sure about is that they're smarter than every single other person on Earth. So they, yeah. think, this, they think this is a sound plan. I knew I shouldn't have sharpened the edge of that gun. <laughs> The nurse nodded, not completely convinced. Hmm. (laughs) She hummed. Okay, go on. Yeah, come on, Dad, Sarah said, tugging at Bill's arm. Bill reluctantly followed. After the door left the room... (laughs) That was my bad. That was a verbal typo. After the doctor... (laughs) After the doctor left the room... Oh, was she a nurse or the doctor? Like... Did I just think they were interchangeable. Wow. You probably just thought they were the same. Uh, yeah, nurse, doctor. You know. At first, he's like, oh, it's a woman. It's a nurse. And then he saw the nameplate. Like, <laughs> right, oh, shoot. 2008. Bill reluctantly followed. After the doctor left the room, Joe stared into Gage's eyes. I have one last yeah. job for you to do, Joe, he said in the most passionate <laughs> It's happening. Um, it's happening. Sarah, ship, ship. Sarah goes in for a kiss, and Joe goes right past her. <laughs> right, I have one last job for you to do, Oni-chan. <laughs> After the doctor left the room, Joe stared into Gage's eyes. I have one last job for you to do, Joe, he said in the most passionate way. And that is... Gage held out a sealther. Take this. Why? said Joe, seizing the marble. Because you need to save the rupture. Take the sealther and recite the incantation halfway. Why? It will take you to the world between worlds, the the place where the rupture lives. Once you are there, he must destroy my sealther. Why? Because that is the reason he is dying. The worlds have been fusing ever since Benjamin Franklin created the second sealther. He was imitating the acts of the Gaelites. <laughs> Fucking Benjamin Franklin. You forgot his fault. What, what a major asshole. character he is in this. Yeah, it's, uh... I'm glad that got brought up again and not immediately forgot. We yeah. keep referencing it. The book has not touched that, that no. piece of information since chapter like two. Man, Liberty's kids really went off the rails towards the end. <laughs> Do you remember like admiring him? Reference. Like, were you a Ben Franklin fan? Like... <laughs> I think I was just, you know how, like, in elementary school, they never, ever cover history between 1800, or, like, 1850 and modern day. They only just keep doing the Revolutionary War and Civil War again and again. So you just only know about five people in history. You know Lincoln, (laughs) and you know Washington, and you know Ben Franklin. That's it. like, Ben Franklin was a smart guy. Yeah. (laughs) He could have pulled this but off. Not smart jo- enough. Joe's last four lines of dialogue. Why? <laughs> Why? 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 What? <laughs> That's on brand, though. The sad thing is, I still write dialogue like that. <laughs> Solomon is full of just like one-sided what? conversations huh? like this. That was big. Cody's character, Adam, was just all of his lines are just like <laughs> Why? you don't notice it until you're you're performing, and then you go, "This feels bad. This is not good." <laughs> So, um, who is who is he? Who is he? The rupture is, is this the rupture personified? It is personifying a male. It. Yeah, interesting. I really like the phrase "seizing the marble" for no reason whatsoever. Seize the marble. It's about as good as clearing his bones of fourteen years, or you know, uh, yeah. fourteen years of water from his marrow. There's a, there's a few really good, like really colorful descriptions in like throughout this book, and it's like 
It's just I, I wrote those first. <laughs> <laughs> Seize the marvel. All right, I got to create a story around this. this. <laughs> the worlds have been fusing ever since Benjamin Franklin created the second sealther. He was imitating the acts of the Gaelites. What? The rupture will explain when you get there. Wait, the rupture is a person? Joe exclaimed, but it was already too late. Gage recited half of the long incantation. A second later, Joe was gone. Uh, I'm debating if we should even talk about the timing of that. Like, that doesn't really make any sense. But no, no, I, we'll just keep. Yeah. Did we ever yeah. touch upon what the incantation is? Or no, no. Okay. Oh no, I, I, no, we I did. Only saying half of it gets you. It's so good. You gotta lean in, Mackenzie. You gotta eat that mic. I like Rar. how only half of it, saying half of it, gets you between two worlds. <laughs> it seems like such an obvious riddle. Uh, like, it's a very Legend of Zelda kind of thing. Yes, it like, is. Like Majora's Mask, you got to play the song twice in a row to make time twice as fast. Yeah. Wow. So, it, I mean, I was playing a lot of a lot of Majora's Mask Ocarina yeah, around I this time. I could totally see so. where you pulled that from. So Joe's so, got one last job. <laughs> one last the rupture, job. The rupture is just a person. <laughs> Man, I, rupture's going to be... the Click McDoll calling it now. So I guess so. The actual reason why the worlds were fusing is because there was two Sealthers. Is that correct? That is what said. Yeah. Okay. And they say the rupture is dying. So. Right. Was it? Was it given a reason earlier as to why the worlds were fusing? Just because the rupture was dying. They in said general, the rupture right? was dying, and someone suggested maybe he was poisoned, or it was poisoned, or something. And then so Benjamin Franklin, dabbling with the dark arts, <laughs> essentially <laughs> caused this to happen, just hundreds right. of years in the future. Benjamin Franklin almost ended the world. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, still, he kinda, I, he, I like he, this. That's he discovered really cool. electricity. He kind of did. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> what, what do we think? What do we think the rupture is going to look like? I'm thinking kind of like, uh, what's the character from Full Metal Alchemist? It's just like a black outline oh yeah sure. yeah i'm thinking really full lips actually really just just a pair of lips that's the lips. only description we're given is how plump his lips are it's just a giant <laughs> it's pair just of lips, lips. <laughs> it's funny like in the beginning of the book so many people were described i feel like as looking like hippies and that kind of went away so maybe it's a, a hippie woman Ooh, <laughs> man it's a he oh that's right well yeah a male rupture <laughs> he him rupture. <laughs> we stop talking about male ruptures, please. <laughs> Joe stood in an atmosphere where nothing was around him. Instead of just white, it was clear. Everything around him was clear, like looking at an endless window. He floated. What does that mean? Isn't that just looking at nothing? I think it's like, what if you had a piece of glass that just kept going? It's not white. It's just that the void of uh i don't know most windows aren't a void it's got a which is technically glass is green like the edge of a window is is green so the deeper you go into a window it sure. actually more, I, you like, think joe knows that no no but it's just a description of like it's not even it's trying to say like it's it's not conceivable you can't picture it it's so non-real that it's, it's not white it's not a void of whiteness or blackness it's Literally nothing. You can't even think about it. It's genius. <laughs> yeah, you could think of it that way. Joe stood in an atmosphere where nothing was around him. Instead of just white, it was clear. Everything around him was clear. Like looking at an endless window. He floated. When he moved, it felt like moving through shallow water. It felt like there was still something beneath him, but he couldn't reach it. 
An unseen element tugged his hair back. He could breathe, but it was difficult to. He knew he would not survive in this place very long. He looked into the distance and saw another being. The rupture looked at him with wide brown eyes. He shook his pale, bald head and sighed. For the first time in 3,000 years, someone has found the key to my realm. At long last, the triangle has been awakened. Joe swam forward. Um, Mr. Rupture, sir? Triangle? Joe Morgan, the Rupture said, closing his wide eyes. I have waited centuries for this moment. The moment I am healed. Joe held out the sealther. The Rupture seized it and held it aloft. Lightning struck through the air, and a second later, the sealther was gone. This is my tale, human. I promised long ago to say it to you, to answer any questions you may not have already answered. Joe sat, or floated. The rupture sat cross-legged and stared at Joe with eyes full of many emotions. It was filled with passion, love, anxiety, happiness, and the look of someone who has waited too long to find their hero. Also despair, hatred, and anger flooded the look the rupture gave Joe at that very moment. Then he opened his mouth and spoke. Once, Joseph Morgan, I was like you. I was happy, kind. I was a half-blood. I was the oldest of six brothers. My true name is Tom. (laughs) (laughs) What? Wait, what? Mr. Tom Rupture. (laughs) (laughs) This makes... What? He's like the Zeus. He's 3,000, at least 3,000 years old. He got stuck in paths. He's the oldest. What? I mean, the Zeus power is kind of like paths. You get all the memories of everyone. Well, maybe time's different here. Time's different everywhere. We've established that. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think it means anything. For him, it's been 3,000 years, but it doesn't necessarily mean it it has been. How is Tom the Rupture? What does that even mean? (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Maybe maybe he's like physically holding the worlds apart. He's like an Atlas type of character. You th- oh, potentially he kind of looks like him right he's bald wasn't atlas bald uh, Mackenzie thought it was funny because his name was tom she didn't even really make the connection between <laughs> I, forgot about, I forgot about the missing brother i thought it was just tom maybe he's just maybe he's just tom bombadil he's, just the, he's, just, just, he's just the strongest character so of course he's the one that has to keep everything in order yeah you called that you said tom was like gonna be like the strongest one like the god figure he this is like literally the god it, figure li- Tolkien wrote this amazing, complex story, filled it with all sorts of characters and creatures and gods, and still the strongest character was just a guy named Tom. And so I really feel like, I don't feel like Newt knew that writing this book, but I'm glad glad it happened that way. Yeah, it's really, it is like interesting. I guess I'd have to go way far back into how the worlds were created, but, but like, do you think Tom has just been here holding the worlds together? Like, that's just been his... Yeah, purpose. I think we're about yeah. to get treated to one last big lord dump here. Yeah. So buckle up. <laughs> um, I was gonna say I the first time I ever knew about Tom Bombadil, I found out about him as a character was when I watched Fellowship of the Ring and went, I could take the AR test on this. <laughs> <laughs> and I bombed it. Because I kept asking all these questions about Tom Bombadil. You bombadilled like, it. He's not in the movie. I don't know who this is. <laughs> Joe knew it couldn't be so, but kept his mouth shut. The sixth brother. 
He must have been clued in by Gage. Yeah. When I was just a little kid, about 30 years ago, I was thrown into the time without time, or the world between worlds, by the dark wizard Genghis. There I aged faster than any My being... Brother. There I aged faster than any other being has before. In Gale, 300 years passed before you came to me. Anyways, when I was a boy, I was infatuated with a certain subject. I used to study the deathly hollow, I mean, the triangle of eternal power. Their objects were branded in the back of my mind. There were the three objects that could either create a world, destroy a world. Here we go. I know. Oh, first of all, boy. doesn't Joe already know this? Because he has all of Genghis's memories, right? So oh, yeah. in theory, like That's he already fair. knows all this Maybe stuff. Maybe he hasn't accessed them just yet. Sure. In theory, but then uh, there's a whole lot of theory stuff here. Because who? what was holding the world together before 30 years ago? What was... No, if, for him, it was like 30 years ago, like... In Earth time. Yeah. In, sure. Uh, but he got sent it, back in time 3,000 years and he's lived in this in the rupture ever since, right? Yes. But yeah. in 1970... That's, that's sketchy time logic. No, it's not. It's as yes, sketchy it as is. anything else. It's, it's, yes, it is. It's very timey-wimey. It, I mean, for like, it's... you. I <laughs> yes, Joe. <laughs> it makes I guess, sense. I, uh, not sure. Time I guess... doesn't make sense. It's non-linear. What you need right. to know is that for three thousand years, Tom has been in here, and thirty years, <laughs> <laughs> and three hundred years, and yeah, yeah. So thirty years ago, he was cast in, and then in that span of thirty years, three thousand years passed. Right. So that that's what my take is, but yeah. then that doesn't explain how the worlds were held together thirty one Earth years ago, aka three thousand and one. He has always. So I think it's a time without time. So in this place, he always has been. Mm. It's a bootstrap paradox. Yeah, we could like you. yeah really delve into that. I, I won't, I won't, I won't delve into that no, too much. I'm just going to groan <laughs> and see me. what these three objects of power introduced in the prologue oh, or oh. the post log whatever oh, don't worry <laughs> you'll 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 get it there were three objects that could either create a world destroy a world or go to another the first was the amulet of jinn a medallion with the power to create a planet and another dimension for the planet to live in when i was about 12 years of age i ran away from home looking for it i never found it but in my troubles i found a book describing the second point of the tr point of the triangle the second object was the Crest of Ore, a glass shard taken from the original gateway to coal that was enchanted with deadly power. I discovered that the shard was hidden in the least expecting of hands. It was in the hands of a farmer. <laughs> farmer Blue, to be exact. Yes, callback. One day, I rambled on, I rambled on that piece of information to a stranger in a hood. The man happened oh to be Genghis. Gosh. What? He's not making the connection. They're related. Aren't they related? Yes. <laughs> okay. I also love he's just ranting about this to strangers. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, this is this book This is will, rough. This book will explain things to you and say the most ridiculous stuff <laughs> in the most straight-laced tone possible. Yeah, exactly. I rambled on to this in a man in the hood. The man happened to be Genghis. <laughs> what? There was a shard of glass that was very magical. It was guarded by a man named Farmer Blue. <laughs> 
I like that nobody, nobody ever calls him Gorm. He's just... I'm also, okay, gateway to Cole. That's just like the gate to the Draco's breeding ground, right? Yes, but it says the original gateway to Cole. So maybe that was just like a, like a, a tribute to the original, you know? Wow. <laughs> it's, the, uh, right, that's, it's the Eiffel that's, Tower in Vegas. That's really stretching deep for that one. It's a shard from the automatic glass doors when they open Coles on Black Friday and everyone rushes in. <laughs> One day, I rambled on that piece of information to a stranger in a hood. The man happened to be Genghis, who took the information from me. Not, you just told him. He, he didn't take it. <laughs> this is off the record. <laughs> you can't say it's off the record after the fact. Was he like sitting in a bar? Like, what, what yeah, was he? Real. He was talking. Genghis like just uh, lost his girlfriend. He's like getting yeah. wasted at a bar, and then some dude just comes in and starts rambling about the Crestivore. <laughs> Dead girlfriend, you know what you need. You need this crest of ore thing. <laughs> the man happened to be Genghis, who took this information from me. He, at the time, was a pruned-up old man. So, also, with the info, he took my youth. I hate to, I hate to stop it every sentence. <laughs> Genghis can just vampirically drain people's youth. I'm glad this Bro, has come up more. What is happening here? And they what also is are, happening? They also are theoretically equals in power, so there's no reason why you take Is it there back. a better way for Rupture to end than this? <laughs> with not just pure, pure, 100% purity nonsense going on right now. Just this is like this is like creation myth sort of like level stuff where it's like it explains stuff and it's like but but why does that happen and it's like no that's just he cried and the earth was created like. <laughs> thank you for this information about the crestivore i will now suck your life essence your life give it <laughs> He, at the time, was a pruned-up old man, so also with the info, he took my youth. Then, to make things worse, he threw me in here, where I have waited for you. It was Kor who found this piece and used it to destroy Titan, and how he survived the fall into Kor Kai's core. He destroyed it before he reached it. So what, I, what that means is they threw Ka, uh, they threw core into the core of the planet, but before he hit the molten core, he blew up the planet. With the Crestivore. Right with the Crestivore. The ore was thrown into the planet's core and destroyed the core <laughs> of the Crestivore. By the Kais and Kayans into the planet Kai. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> what is the... What are you not getting? No, it's just dumb. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the, so the, the Amulet of Jinn creates planets. The Crestivore destroys planets. Yeah, in theory. And the it's, rupture goes between planets. The glass shard the sealer. enchanted sealer, yeah. with deadly power. Still not 100% clear what the Crest of Ore is or does or Destroys why. planets. Yeah, they just, they described it pretty good. It's a magical glass, shard of glass. Enchanted you need with any more explanation than a magic glass shard? I forgot. Has it ever explained why Kor destroyed Titan? Yes. Why did he do that? He was a gonist. Which meant no, they were perfect. They, they were, were too, they were too oh, perfect. Okay. Oh, uh, it's all right. I just thought you would you would know what a gonist was. No, no, that was um... understandable as it was mentioned in one chapter out of one chapter alone. In <laughs> <laughs> a chapter quite like this one, probably. Yeah. Honestly, ending a book with a lore dump is insane. It is insane. It feels very Matrix Three. It feels very Ender's gamey. 
Sure. I'll take your word on that. A bunch of stuff happened, and then at the end, it's only revealed what actually happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very much Enrico so. from Hannah Montana gets paralyzed. Yeah, I, I didn't know. watch the movie. <laughs> it looked bad. I only watched the movie. <laughs> Good book. The rupture clasped his hands and smiled. Was he done? But, Tom, what was the third point of the triangle? You know, Joe, you spent the last three months collecting it. The rupture chuckled. The sealther? Halfway. Once, the smartest being alive, an ing named Nala, created a marble that gave the person who possessed it the ability to skip through dimensions. Sadly, a caught a cold and the blueprints warped over to Earth, where Benjamin Franklin constructed a second sealther. What? What did that say? <laughs> so so Nala sneezed and accidentally warped the blueprints to make a seal third to Benjamin Franklin. That's what I'm getting out of that, right? This, that's, just, that's another one of those things where it's just said so like straight faced and it is nonsense makes no sense. It could have been I. I caught a cold as the rupture and so I accidentally ruptured something over. I think that makes the most sense there. I caught a cold. And it just happened to be the blueprints to the seal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. Not a gun. That's the one but, thing yeah. I shouldn't have warped over. <laughs> Sneezes and just something behind his... What was that? Ah, oh, man. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin and the key in the kites. How do you, like, how do you, catch, a, how do you catch a cold in the rupture? There's no viruses. Come on. Come on, Newt. He had Whoa. one at the bar, and he just now died over it. Core kind of like passed through, and you know, flies are just ridden with bacteria and everything, right? And he kind of like landed on his food, rubbed his hands a little bit. And... Oh, it's also great that it's it's blueprints for the sealther, as though yeah. it's like something you can build with technology and not like a magically enchanted item. Oh, I see. I just got to seize the marble. <laughs> That's actually why Benjamin Franklin was doing his uh, Key and the Kite experiments. It was... To power the rupture. <laughs> to power the seal seal uh, by the way, this is a big retcon. Um, because Oh, wow. Really? You don't say. No, hold on. I don't retcon that much in the book. But it does name an elf at the beginning of the book who created the first rupture. Um, and The first sealther? Yeah, first. Oh, dang it. Yeah, this is the first yeah, sealther. Yeah. No, I... <laughs> um, Nala, as we recall, is the father of Tom and the other five Zeuses and an Ing. So, I don't know. know. Very, very low on the totem pole of disappointment for Zach right now. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Joe shot Rupture a questioning look. So the sake of the two worlds rests on your shoulders? If you die, will the worlds die with it? Once more, Rupture chuckled. Yes. But the only reason I was dying was simple. I was not poisoned as some people think. I was not tricked as some people think. The truth is that there was something in Franklin's version of the rupture that whenever someone skipped worlds with it, some of it contaminated my air. What? Time itself, Joseph. Benjamin did not foresee the simplest of elements. There was time in that orb. And if I come in a collision course with time, I will die, I assure you. You know time? <laughs> this that, is... That thing that exists and is an object. When when Newt first approached us with the idea that we'd be reading this book, this is exactly what I thought it would be, is stuff like this. Just nonsensical things oh, that I, make no I sense. It makes sense. 
It does. It no, does it not. No, it, time what? cannot inflect people. He is people. in a void. And, and time is not tangible. time in the orb? Yes, because he was not working with magic. Mr. Franklin wasn't. So Wait, what? Mr. Benjamin Franklin's sealther was corrupted. It was not good. It was not right. Sure. Oh. And so every time it was used, it poisoned the rupture or the fracture. With what? Yeah, the rupture more. With time. With time. <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. You can't. That's time. just. Time is not a thing. Ti- what? Time okay, is a thing. Zach, I have to disagree with that statement. Time, time so is a time, uh, concept of our minds. So time is kind of like you know all all sort of wavy gravy, man. You know, throughout between the worlds, and you know just a little bit of time linked into the timeless <laughs> place, and he aged a little bit more, and he's already an old guy, so like he just is gonna catch a cold, you know. Um, you don't sense. catch a cold from it's just time. Weird that Benjamin Franklin put time in his orb <laughs> you mentioned wanting specifically to, that is how it is worded that time was in the orb yes yeah that we wanted to make the top three of our favorite chapters <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. won't be in it uh, for me uh, let's do a top three best and then top three worst oh this is a strong oh, contender so, uh, for that strong so, contender on, on the retcon front i found on page 16 uh over 230 some uh pages back uh <laughs> On on the Sealther, years later, the two worlds, Earth and Gale, each had their most powerful people create a magical orb called Sealther. The representative of Gale was the elf Serdon, and the representative of Earth was Benjamin Franklin. Who said that? Who said that? That was uh, uh, Joe's father. Okay, Maybe so he was given like false information. That must be it. That must be it. <laughs> it's not I forgot what I was writing. It's just false well, information. I literally just name dropped Serdan in chapter 28. So like it was still in my mind. That's true. So you forgot what you wrote earlier. I was a little <laughs> two chapters before. <laughs> so with the other sealther gone, are you going to be okay? Joe asked finally. The rupture nodded and smiled. Color was returning to his pale face. Joe, you have saved both worlds thrice. <laughs> with Genghis abroad, the worlds were surely doomed. But and me er, and with me dying, the worlds would be doubly doomed. <laughs> also, now you have saved the minds of many. You have made all shadow beasts in this world either flicker and disappear into Gale or disappear in all. Also, the evil magic of hags have been undone. Everyone that have been turned to stone is now normal, and their minds have been filled with false memories. Soon, New York will be rebuilt. How did all oh, those yeah. things happen? This is how a sixth grader wraps up a book. It yeah, just yeah. happens. It's all good now. It just yeah. is, this, things are now hey. fine. How? Nope. Things are just good. To be good. fair, there's a disturbing amount of adult authors that wrap up things like this as well. That's so I true. really can't fold a sixth grader for just I will say, I mean, the rupture is now in full gear, so magic. Yeah, he was able to just like control F all magic and go zoop. And delete from Earth and move him back. What? Into- well, because he's he's keeping the worlds apart, so he his, just unruptures all the magic. Is, is separating the world, so he's like, oh, these things aren't yeah. meant to be in Earth. I'll poop pop them back in. I feel like poop pop. <laughs> I feel like that one was the automatopoeia. The second was a description. I feel like the worlds have been kind of like coming together, like even before the story started. You know, like yeah. like ever like so like w- when Joe was born, like you know there was already magic in the world when Carius Morgan came over, right? So yeah. like now there's just no magic on earth theoretically 
Yeah, he just took all the magic from Earth and has moved it back to Gale where it belongs. So, so except but, for like Sarah and Gage, right? They'll still be there. I yeah, probably. <laughs> but see, the thing is, the rupture was still unstable, so things should have been still flowing back and forth. While the Sealther had the control, the power to jump between two worlds, there should have been, in theory, continued fusing while this was all happening. And, yeah. and the fusing was continuing at an increasing pace, to where Joe would not have been able to keep up with everything. You've lost the rest you know of the room, Zach. Zach's so smart. What? <laughs> None of us know what he's saying. <laughs> I, give me a twisted yeah, tea. Are yeah. you saying like the closest they get, like the world's fusing, like the closer they get to one, like they will never reach it though? Or I'm just saying it, Ooh, Joe. Logarithmic. Joe can send like one or like one person back at a time with a Seuther. The Seuther is not a control F catch all. No, the rupture is doing it. Now the rupture has been poisoned. But now, now he's, he's fine because they yeah. destroyed the Sealther. But he said this stuff has already happened. This is the first time he just did it. Oh, he just <laughs> right there in that instant did it. Yes. Oh, it's Frodo, I see. It's Frodo waking up on the bed and being like, "Hey, everything's pretty good now." What about when he says, "You have saved the minds. You have all. You have done all this well, to Joe he because you've been able to do it without by, Joe's help." By d- Okay, technically Gage was the one that did that found the second the Earth Shielder. So, but Joe did do one of the those ones. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe did, did stop Genghis. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> the rupture smiled at Joe, who sn- who nodded back. Joe, I must say goodbye for now. Also, I must give you a warning. <laughs> Gale's timeline has been ruptured. From now on, time passes just as your world does. And why are you warning me and not just telling me? Uh-huh. Why the word warn? Right? Why yeah. is that a bad thing? Is basically his question. The rupture <laughs> no, I'm with you. <laughs> Analyze word choice, folks. Rupture settled back into the nothingness as if in a comfy chair. Because you won't be able to go back to Gale for another five years. <laughs> what, what a stipulation. Why not? Joe exclaimed. The rupture held out his hand to silence him. Do not shout at me. (laughs) I am just your messenger. Now, let me explain. When you defeated Genghis, you gained his memories and his life. If you go back to Gael anytime soon, he will rise again. His mind will link with yours and you will become his puppet. Nope. (laughs) Joe couldn't speak. Gale was so wonderful. <laughs> How could he not go? All of his friends died. Yeah, that was a pretty good Gale, vacation. Gale objectively sucks. I mean, nothing good has happened there. Why would he? Yes. This this is how rupture ends. Newt nailed it on the head. <laughs> Beautifully betraying my false expectations that this was going to be a good ending. No. Honestly, top what? notch. So we can get the time skip for the second book. I I did do a good job. Tell him. Tell him that. You did a good job. Thank you. Oh, man. Do you think thing. in the book it's going to explain all along that Zach was the person that first read Rupture and laughed at Newt's face? <laughs> that's the, that's the I was at the bonfire that night. <laughs> the Rupture settled back in the nothingness as if in a comfy chair. Because you won't be able to go back to Gale for another five years. Why not? Joe exclaimed. The rupture held out his hand to silence him. Do not shout at me. I am just your messenger. Now let me explain 
When you defeated Genghis, you gained his memories and his life. If you go back to Gale anytime soon, he will rise again. His mind will link with yours, and you will become his puppet. Joe couldn't speak. Gale was so wonderful. How could he not go? But if you wait five years, he will go into hibernation. And if I'm correct, might never rise again. Joe bowed. Yes, Tom. The rupture shook his head. This is no friendly meeting, Joseph. I will now be your master, and you will address me as such. The rupture shook his head. This is no friendly meeting, Joseph. (laughs) (laughs) Zach flying out of his chair at that line. Tom's a dick. So, for listeners, the next line is as written. I will now be your master, and you will address me as such. <laughs> such a tone shift. Like it's, this is no friendly meeting. <laughs> He's like chuckling and like explaining things. And no, this was no friendly meeting. I'm your master now. <laughs> you saved me, the world, and several other dimensions, but I'm your papa. <laughs> what? And also, he's just like, like give, 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 give it like five years. Genghis's dementia will set in. You know, it'll all be fine. It's just the most casual way to tell somebody they're using as the slave now, right? Oh, just... oh yeah, no, 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 no. This wasn't, this wasn't friendly. No, 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 no. I'm your master. Yeah, I own you. You, you thought, you thought we were friends. No, 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 no. I'm your master. I sorely mistaken, my boy. I do think he means like Jedi master. Like I'm going to yeah, take you seen. under my wing. Uh, that's a more of a friendly kind of thing than this is specifically no friendly. <laughs> if you said this sentence to anybody, this is no friendly meeting. I will now be your master, and you will address me as such. No one's thinking Jedi. Mary Queen order. You are terrified if you hear that. Sir, this is Arby's. Brittany, this is no friendly meeting. I will now be your master. Yeah, so I blocked him on Tinder and just kind of left. I didn't even pay for the meal. Start every semester as a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Like you just go through the syllabus. You're like the nicest, sweetest teacher at the very end. You thought this was gonna be a fun class? I am your master now. Nick Nick sits down backwards on a chair and is like explaining the syllabus. And everyone's like, "Hey, I want you to call me Mr. Olfert's is so lame. Just call me Nick." And you know, all the people calling him Nick as like they walk out the door. It's like, oh, make no mistake, this was not a friendly meeting. <laughs> I, I, this is a good book. This it was, is. This was a good book, man. It was. You kind of redeemed the chapter in the end. I will say that. <laughs> the rupture shook his head. This is no friendly meeting, Joseph. I will be your master, and you will address me as such. Master? How could you be my master? We don't even live in the same dimension. <laughs> the rupture silenced him again with such adequate mental skills as yours. I will be able to contact you through your mind with telepathy. Don't be hasty, Joseph Morgan. Just go. Your training will begin next week. So Prepare yourself. <laughs> training for what? His <laughs> mental <laughs> powers. <laughs> for what? Why? Hey, Core's still out there. Zeus <laughs> <Just> them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Joe bowed. Yes, master. <laughs> a second later, he was rubbing his seal there. <laughs> yes, master, rub seal there. And a second later, he pressed the play button on his tape recorded. And a second later, he was gone. He still doesn't know the incantation. <laughs> yeah, I know. He still has to play it. <laughs> Joe stood high and proud, brandishing his sword. Dressed in black, he mourned the loss of everyone. He mourned the losses of Will, of Watcher, Quill, Jagger, Guam. Everyone had given their lives to save another. Everyone was a perfect hero. Everyone was gone. But then he turned and realized he was not alone. Sarah, Gage, and Bill each smiled and cried with him. Joe rose, letting his sword fall to the ground. Maybe the world could have happy endings after all. He doesn't mention his dad. <laughs> dead dad. Yeah. Quill gets the mention though. There's no, and no, not the sand goblins. Sand goblins. Truly, truly oh, throwaway. They, in the purest sense, gave their lives for another. <laughs> in the truest sense. No, well, not even. They were forced to. Well, actually, no. The first ones did in the truest sense. That's right. true. Then the pair at the end were were just swindled out of their lives, more or less. <laughs> when I think of Watcher. Perfect hero. That is the way <laughs> I describe watching. Guys, Raul like literally had no purpose when he came oh back. Oh my god, that's so true. I really thought that would mean silver, something. Silver people just showing up. All the dead people. Oh, never mind. Puzzle box. Well, the Crest of War was Well, we know there. what it was. What was Genghis trying to destroy the world? Yeah. Yeah, we'll find out more in the sequel when he takes over Joe's mind. They're going to have a lot of like mental shenanigans. Like, It's going to be a fun book when we read it. It's fun. You, This oh. could have just been the end. Like that, uh, Maybe the world could have happy endings after all. That would have been bad if there was no, no epilogue. It's not the worst last line of any book. This yeah. is the one that, um, if you, in case you wondered, Joe, or Bill wrote early in the book. Remember, he was like, yeah. I got to finish the book. So he took a power nap and woke up and yeah, finished. Right. And this is the line. Which, here's what I'm thinking. There's no reason Joe has a sword at this point. Okay, I mean, are we really putting reasoning into it now? Why is he with a sword? Why not? Is he at the hospital still? Swords he, are badass. He's I'm just, imagining him know, on like a still, cliffside, like overlooking yeah. a sunset. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just waving it's it around. It's an anime opening or ending. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> did he not know they were behind him when he was doing that? I think he was like just, you know, looking at the camera the... panned to show the people <laughs> yeah. behind him in that moment. I think that the camera panned down from like showing like the heavenly faces of Quill, Will, and Jagger and this guy and just yeah. like yeah. panned down uh, into the uh... truly the most ruptured chapter to be ending on. <laughs> wow. Once again, maybe maybe for the last time, there's still the epilogue, but betraying my expectations. No will. I'm going to miss it. As of yet. I yeah. Mean, will might lit the Jimmy dead. Like I said, we still have an epilogue. We still have the epilogue. Right. Book two. It could be book two. Couldn't you just get a couple more sand golems and sacrifice them to Ghost King? And bring but Ghost back? King's not dead. He just kind of... Yeah, can he, can he you left. grind that? Can you just bring back everybody <laughs> yeah, right? you want? Just like... I mean, you got Roan and Genghis. Do you... 
Is anybody really going to miss either of them? Know, right? Genghis yeah. still counts as a soul, even if he's brain dead, right? Ghost King gets Zeus powers. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if any... Whoever pulls the plug on Genghis in 80 years is going to get mind powers. <laughs> well, technically, oh, no, Joe, Joe, Joe has those powers. That's true. He, it, it's Master him. Wand rules or something, you know. Elder Wand rules in Harry Potter. Um, Master Wand. to defeat. Poor Mame. Joe gets hit by a car accidentally, like, crossing the street. And just <laughs> some random driver gets Zeus powers. <laughs> maybe the car does. We don't know. <laughs> Sam Troll gets killed by Al-Qaeda. <laughs> <laughs> they get Zeus powers. Oh, no. 9-11 part two. <laughs> oh, God. Prologue to book two is 9-11 part two. <laughs> so, um, so what do we think of Joe's story throughout this book his his arc did he grow at all or change in any meaningful way no <laughs> that's the thing they started to around like the mid to late 20s and then all of it was ditched in chapter 30 or whatever yeah yeah especially especially like sarah with the pacifist not pacifist sure. arc and then she just is the the uh worthless female character kind yeah. of thing i remember we had a conversation a while back where it was like, do you think Sarah's being set up as a monstrous person on purpose so that it'll, you know, she can redeem herself? Nah. No. <laughs> no. He just became an edgy goth kid, really. That's, yes, that's all that, that happened. That is exactly it. He embodied sixth grade Newt's version of coolness at the end. <laughs> Would you have known of like how to do character arcs, though, at this point? Maybe subconsciously, but... So, so I don't even know if it's something like you, what I'm shocked by is looking at how good the structure of the book is in terms of, <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> no, sure, I hear you. The I mean, overall structure. There's a the middle and end. Yeah, there's and, a, for it, the it, length. Inciting incident, you go into the second act. Second act is mostly fun and games. The third act in the big finale is about returning to the home world. Like that, that is very, like that's good structure for the Joe stuff. None of the other stuff is good structure, obviously, but, um, so I think there's probably element, like certain skills as writers that you just kind of learn by watching things. Um, but no, (laughs) I mean, Sarah's arc is just learning that she's capable of great violence and knowing that she has that ability now. Sure. I will say this now. I will say it again. I'm sure in the epilogue, but this book is extremely impressive that it was written by a sixth grader. Yeah. I mean, I, we've said it before, but like me in sixth grade, I could write two, three pages of this and it would still be, it would be awful. I just wouldn't have the attention this. span. Yeah, yeah. To stick with it. And, and yeah, I feel like I started a lot of stuff like right. this, but yeah, if I got to 10 pages, that was an achievement. Insane. I, I don't even know if I was capable of writing anything beyond like comic books at this age. Right? Sure. Just like very basic, simple dialogue. I mean, this, this had a lot of interesting concepts. Yes, it was ripped from a lot of stuff, but just being able to like take things and rip off them and make them into a mostly cohesive narrative. Yeah, being is able impressive. To just, being able to just take these pieces and just know, oh, this like this is how you know story works. Like mm. just like intrinsically, right. like no it's, one no one told him about the three act structure. Yet there is one. Yeah, right. And it's not like he just like literally copied down like the plot of Star Wars and just reflavored it. Yeah, it was a lot of different things thrown into here. Your uncle was wrong to laugh at you. Is what we're saying. <laughs> uh, the, the idea of like rewriting this and remapping it out as like a 
good piece of literature. Literature is such a that it'd be fun to see if you could. How much of this is salvageable? Just yeah. like from a character arc standpoint, like what even would if this was a good book, what was Joe's arc like actually? Release the Kevin Cut. If this was a good book, what would Joe's arc be about? Um, well, it's interesting because like he's set up as this doesn't care about anything sure. kind of uh, cool kid who wants people's approval uh, and uh, is cynical as all get out. So it w- and, and hates Will, hates Sarah. Mm-hmm. It'd be about learning to appreciate what he has sure, and learning, learning the to value care of about things. other people and friendship and that yeah, sort of stuff. I think so. And Sarah's would be about learning to murder anything that <laughs> that uh, underestimates her as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> or dance. Or dance. Or dance. <laughs> you can't uh. beat a pro with ballet. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, if I had to guess the sequel, I mean, the epilogue does a lot of sequel teasing, but I think for Joe's perspective, it would be core is still out there. And I mm-hmm. figure he would be the overarching threat to uh, the world. And there'd be a lot of like Genghis Joe interplay. Um, I think there would have been a lot of awful training chapters, though, too. Yes. Like, oh, blowing your mind. And yeah. We would, that, that'd be definitely one of the things we cut to, and it'd be like a Bill chapter. It's like, ah, oh, shit, it's another Joe chapter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the good chapters yeah. would be. Maybe there wouldn't be any. <laughs> 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 wow. What could have been? What could have been? Well, we got one more chapter, folks. We're gonna we're gonna go right into that. And we'll we'll read it. And we'll have some final thoughts. I don't really know how to make a prediction for this. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> well, now we know that's not about Joe. Yeah. I mean, Who's it's probably back? it's probably just like third like third tier characters, right? Interact. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like, it's Genghis in a, like a, a cell with a like a straight jacket. <laughs> or it's, it's Roan just like in the mental hospital and just like trying to explain the story to anyone that'll listen. Sure. We know it teases a sequel, so I bet you I yeah. bet you it has to do with Core. Bill, Bill wakes up after that. having another yeah. dream of the future. This is like uh, credits are rolling in a Marvel movie, and we're trying to figure out what the uh, after credit scene is going to be. You know be. what was also never explained? How Joe knew the names of those four? Uh, no, no, no. Mine's the Dark Sword. It was the Dark Sword. Oh, just, the Dark Sword there's told like a, him? There's like, there's a what dark, does that mean? This it, book, it just happened to... There's know? a force that is like a dark and energy, powers. and uh, he's able to tap into it because of the witch. That's all the explanation that we get for this. <laughs> and this dark energy force knows the names of Yeah, these. because it uh, it's the same dark energy that the Shadow Beasts like, use. So like, they're, all, they're all registered in the dark energy. <laughs> <laughs> Blockchain? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, good right. stuff. Good well, book. Um, thank you for listening so far. Just one uh, more. One more chapter, and then it's all uh, over. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. No, that's how you ended the last one. Oh, you yeah. Do Sorry, I'm going to cut this part. Be as obnoxious as you were when we started it. Yeah. <laughs> Bring that in. Yo, guys, thanks for listening. This has been your boy, Newt, and my boy, Nikki, <laughs> my boy Keith, yeah. my boy Eli, What's my up? boy Beardy, yeah, yeah, and my lovely lady. Have we ever called him Beardy? Who just walked out of the I room? I have never been called Beardy because he walked off. <laughs> Actually, literally every guest has a beard. 
in some way, yeah. shape, or form. It's scraggly, but it's new. there. I like your beard, Mackenzie. Thank you for listening with the beard crew. <laughs> See you soon. Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay Buried is sponsored by Nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye. I have the seal for her! I can see where you get the whole rubbing it in his hands. This is why you rub it and then I'd say the words. I could just figure out what the incantation was. I don't think it's ever written down. <laughs> it's so funny how you make so many of the same jokes that we do. Because we commented on that same exact thing <laughs> at this point. And we're just like, he's got just the, the tape recorder. And he's like, all right, what are the words again? Like, we don't know what those are. I don't even have to say them. I can just play them on the tape recorder. <laughs> Actually, did we actually do the words in the very? I think I don't remember. Like chapter I we... two or three, maybe. Yeah, that was so long ago. But I do like the idea, it, it, for not this story, but the idea of somebody who, like, in a magical world where spells are a thing, somebody who's awful at memorizing, who so just has a bunch just, of like point the wand and play the tape recorder, <laughs> and then the magic would come out. Let me get my let me get my uh, Spotify up here. Here we go.